0: And Welcome to Just One More Cookie, a podcast about two sisters' journeys toward complete health and wellness. We definitely don't have it all figured out and we're still in the thick of it, but we are enjoying the ride. We'd love for you to come and join us for Just One More Cookie.
1: friends and welcome to another episode of just one more cookie. I know that we've been a little bit missing in action as of lately, but everything kind of just happened. I know like so many people say that 2020 was a crazy year for them. 2020, while crazy and while really difficult, um, a lot of really great things have happened. And one of the really major things is that we started this podcast. And it's so funny because we started it just by saying, hey, we should start a podcast. (laughs) I think we have things to say. Let's chat. So this whole year has been a definite learning experience for us. And one of the things that we learned is this time of year is not the best time of year for recording, Um, especially when it comes to Abigail, because you work in the healthcare industry and you're doing a lot of uh, drug testing and a lot of, well, are you, I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) What are you doing?
0: We're doing a lot of flu. It's flu season. So yeah, very busy.
1: Yeah. So we took a little bit of time off. Um, just to make sure that we weren't piling on a whole bunch of stuff onto our plate. So we have two more episodes left that we're going to do in season one, and then we're going to take a little bit of time to brainstorm over the holidays. And we are going to charge up for season two. So be looking for us at the beginning of the year for season two. And the way that we're going to do it from this point forward is that we won't be recording at the end of the year. Um, we'll be doing the recording at the beginning of the year for you to just kind of partake in. Um, and this will for future be our time off. Um, but we're really excited that you tuned in because we are releasing this episode around the holidays because, um, this time for anyone who is watching their weight, who's concerned about their body, who is very health conscious, this time of year can bring us the most anxiety, um, It can be a time, even though like it's family time, it's like documented the time when most people face the greatest amount of depression, they feel lonely. Um, and a lot of times that can cause us to go back to eating and then just all the other things surrounding the holidays that can just set us up for failure. So Mm -hmm. today we're going to be talking about surviving the holidays. Um, But before we start, I want to share um, one of my favorite things. So I had a company reach out to me, um, I want to say a month ago, and they're called Barra Sportswear, B-A-R-A Sportswear. Um, I'm going to put the link into the show notes, both in YouTube and um, within our podcast description for you to look. Um, And they sell leggings. They sell sports bras. They even sell like regular T-shirts. They sell little like athletic dresses. So it's a combination of like athletic wear and then athleisure, which is something new that's kind of hitting the market, which is the idea of like walking around in leggings, which is absolutely wonderful. But the thing that I really like about this company is that their leggings are super, super quality. Um, I love to work out. And a lot of times when I'm working out, I'm sweating like crazy especially when I'm doing like a cycling class, I'm bouncing all over the place. So the thing that I really like about these leggings is that the band is is nice and snug without it being too tight and like making you have like a muffin top. Um, but they have like a control top, the um the sports bras are so comfortable the material is super comfortable um, and they always have major sales and the thing that i like too is that i feel like it's the quality of fabletics without having to pay like the monthly subscription fee that you have to pay like it's kind of a one and done and i also have a discount code so i'm going to include that as well but i know that they have some extended sales that they do um for you to try out and they're awesome. I love what I've bought and I plan on buying more from them. So, if you're looking to expand your workout wardrobe, this is a great place to start. All
0: right. Well, that's really exciting. I'm actually going to have to check that out because I love a lot of times my pajamas or my loungewear. Pretty much as soon as I get home, I take off my uncomfortable work clothes or whatever. And sevens to some workout some yoga pants or some sweats or whatever so i'm definitely gonna have to check it out and i do like the ones that suck you in because there's nothing worse than trying to work out and you just have all kinds of shaking and jiggling going around so i'm definitely yeah. definitely gonna check that out so yeah
1: and it, when i say suck you in it's not suck you in to where you can't breathe you know like mm-hmm. when it sucks you in and then when you sit down and you do that like huh then <laughs> that sound <laughs> you don't do that with these. Like they're very breathable. I ride my bike in them all the time too. Cause I bike a lot. They absorb sweat, which is important. So there's so mm-hmm. many like, but the, and they're pricier, right. They're pricier than going on Amazon. But what I have found and you know, me, like I want the biggest, the best deal, but when it comes to leggings, because I wear them so much and because they're multifunctional, it's like, I've been kind of more apt to pay a little bit more because I'm, doing so many things and there's nothing worse than an uncomfortable pair of leggings that roll down or that don't absorb sweat like all the other cheap stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. There's definitely there's a lot of things like that that you want to spend the extra money just because of the quality. So, I'm excited to check that out for sure. Yeah. Well, let's get into this week. So, um we actually um Every year, the holidays are always a rough time, especially for me. Well, I know it's for everybody. And I feel like because it's all right one after another because you have Thanksgiving and then you have Christmas and then you have New Year's. And then, of course, everybody has a Christmas party. So there's usually, you know, people have potlucks at work. You'll do, especially if you're in a relationship, so you'll have your family Christmas and you have your significant other family Christmas. uh, Just it seems like it's something every week. And so you're constantly and always these parties are always focused and centered around food. So I know it can be a very difficult time. It's usually when if we are going to fall off the wagon, this is when we're going to do it. It's very easy to backslide during this time. So um, we actually are recording this post Thanksgiving, but pre Christmas. So we can talk about some of the issues that we had with Thanksgiving, at least me, myself, and then talk about what we can do so that we are ready to go into December, go into the Christmas holiday and hopefully give us a little bit of ammunition in our belt to kind of, you know, beat this. So, Uh, let's talk about first some of the pitfalls and why this trips us up so much. So, um, like I said, uh, probably the big thing is more get togethers, of course, you know, and like, especially, you know, some people go home for the holidays, like Amy, I know you're going to come home. So it's like, we don't see you on a regular basis. So, of course, you know, you're going to people are going to want to hang out. We're going to you know, this is the time of year when you get together with, you know, your distant family that you don't often see. Although this year, you know, that might be a little different, but um, it just seems like it's a celebration time. And it one after the other, like I said, I feel like constantly it's like, really, I have to go to another party. Come on. So I think it's just the prevalence of it makes it so difficult.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like the things that they're serving at these parties are never like, oh, let me load up on vegetables. You know, like it's usually a lot of potlucky stuff, which is ends up being sweets or like carb driven or just like ends up being hard to track if you're like somebody who Mm -hmm. tracks your macros or somebody that does points or you're trying to do calories like when you go there, it's not like you have the opportunity to like really know what you're eating. Mm -hmm. Um, I think another pitfall too is like that time of year marks like specific food trends that are just at that time. Like if I Mm -hmm. think of like every year, Christmas Eve, if I'm going to come home, like I'm going to eat Aunt Glenda's sugar cookies. Absolutely. Hands down. Those are going to be there. I already called mom and I was like, what is the status on chocolate chip cookies? What is the consensus? And she was like, well, I don't know. I said, no. Okay. So I'm glad I called. Yes, we are making those <laughs> for Christmas Eve, right? Because it's like, there's certain, like, especially if you're trying to be health conscious through the rest of the year, there is going to be really great food At these parties because that's when people are making their best cakes. That's when people Mm -hmm. are making the macaroni and cheese, like hearty food. It's very rare that you go to these parties and people are like serving like vegetable platters or like light sandwiches. No, you're eating a lot and there's a lot available. And it's like, you know, like it's only this time of year. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then there's like this, like almost Expediency of well, I gotta eat it because Aunt mm-hmm. Glenda will not be making these cookies in March. So right. I have to eat them. And I can't just eat one. I should possibly have five. And then when I leave, <laughs> I should possibly take a platter of 10 of them home. You know? Right. So but there's those like once a year treats that we crave, or just the treats in general that are categorized for that time of year that make us want to go to that food because we're like, oh, it's gonna be gone. Right. Yeah. And especially with that, since
0: it is those once a year treats, I think it's sometimes so hard to come up with a plan. It's like, well, what do I do? Because I want to have, like, I agree with you. And that's a big thing is Aunt Glenda's cookies. So if, you know, I'm not going to get a chance to eat them until Christmas Eve, 2021, I better stock up. So it's harder to stick with a plan or even make a plan and, um, yeah, the, so many things are beyond your control. It's like, you don't have your little controlled environment. Like me, I don't have my regular dinner that I eat every day or every other day. I don't have my points planned out because I mean, honestly, these get togethers, I feel like it's a carb feast. I'm like, is there any other kind of food at this? It's just one carb after another. So to try to go in. And I think that really trips us up is we either it's too difficult for us to have a plan or we don't want to have a plan because we have those special once a year treats. So I think sometimes if we don't go in there with a plan, it can really trip us up for sure.
1: Yeah. And I think the idea of without a plan, you're setting yourself up for failure anyways. Mm -hmm. And maybe the word isn't even failure you're without a plan, sometimes it can make you feel out of control. And there's nothing mm-hmm. worse than feeling out of control. It's like, right, you want to be able to enjoy the holidays. But not let the holidays control you and make the, ho- and the holidays make you feel overwhelmed and just out of control and regretful. So instead of having like all of these great memories of family or games or fun, it's like you only focus on, I can't believe I ate that much, or I can't believe I ate that. Because when you don't have a plan, you just come in and it's like, okay, based on how I feel, based on this environment, based on life, I'm just going to... I'm just going to eat. And sometimes that can make us feel real chaotic. And I think too, just the general culture of holidays, especially in the United States is I'm about to eat. Yeah. Um, Especially Thanksgiving. I feel like that oh, is, yeah. that's the definition of it.
0: Of course it comes right over, uh, you know, they come hand in hand. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm about to smash on a whole lot of food.
1: Yeah. And you have like, you know, the two or three plates, you got all the servings, then you have the leftovers, because once again, it's just like really great, savory food that you don't eat all the time. So sometimes you can really lean into that. And mm-hmm. of course, less of the emphasis is on it, because you're thinking, well, everybody's overeating, you know, yeah, like- it's socially
0: acceptable. Like, yeah. of, course. of course,
1: everybody else is. is. <laughs> of course you're having four plates. It's like, we celebrate right. look on Instagram, right? I was looking yesterday and it was like plates. It reminded me of when we would go to buffets, right? And dad would yeah. always have like open plate yeah. every time. And I used to think like, you know, you can go up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't matter. Every plate he got, it was like every space of that plate was filled and then yeah. to like a mountain. But it's like, we look at these, I'm looking at these pictures and I'm not thinking, are they okay? Right, yeah. if, like every day, I was posting pictures of like huge gargantuan plates of like macaroni and cheese dressing, and talking about how I had four plates. Uh-huh. Someone would probably have like intervention, <laughs> like, "Are you good?"
0: Yeah, oh, um, somebody would be side eyeing, like, "Oh, what is yeah. she doing?"
1: When you go to holiday meals, I it as long as. I'm not going to say nobody because that seems like a sweeping generalization. But mm-hmm. I would assume that the majority of people are just like not looking at each other saying thirds, you're getting yeah. thirds. <laughs> it's more like you're getting thirds. OK, when you can you get me a Grant me something well? too. <laughs> I know we just had five brownies, but right. you're getting up. Can you get me the cheesecake? Yeah, because <laughs> why? Why not? We're sitting here. Yeah, so. I think, like, leaning into the culture of it, knowing that, like, it's socially acceptable Mm -hmm. what we embrace. And we make so much food anyways. Right. Yeah.
0: And I think that sometimes, you know, with all these family gatherings, sometimes you can have some pressure from, you know, your family or your friends, like, just eat it. You're, you know, you're not going to get to a chance to have it. Are you sure you don't want to have some more? You want seconds, especially when it comes to packing everything up? Are you sure you don't want to take this home with you? Take some more. I don't want it to be here. Cause of course, especially if you have Christmas at your house or you have Thanksgiving or whatever, you don't want that in your house. So you are trying to shove it into anybody's hands that you can. You are almost on the down low trying to like throw it in their purse when they're not looking. So of course, when you go other places, they're going to try to do the same thing to you. So you got a lot of pressure and you know, it's when we talked about in our, um, one of our past are saying yes episodes and, or just say no. And so you don't want to make them feel bad, especially if it's, you know, like your aunts or uncles or your grandparents or, you know, somebody that's, you know, you, you don't want to disappoint. And then, so you're like, well, I mean, I guess you can just give me, you know, a little plate of mashed potatoes. I'll take it home. So I think there's, there is that pressure and, or I guess the, I don't know, it's positive peer pressure or negative peer pressure. I don't know. But anyways, it's like, they're, they're trying to take care of you and we want you to just, you know, have a good time, eat this. It's delicious. And sometimes it's hard to say no to that.
1: Yeah. And I I will say this, I've experienced this other end of the spectrum as well, right? Where, because people, there's people who have known me at over 300 pounds and there's people that know me now, it's like sometimes when I'll be in certain environments and I'll be holding back or like, if there's a bunch of like really savory things and I'll choose like, oh, I'll just have like a a light meat and like some vegetables, right? Because I've chosen like, okay, I'm not going to like go crazy at this meal per se. And I'll come and sit down and somebody will look and they'll be like, well, you don't have to be here dieting, like live a little. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know how to live. Like, thank you for that permission. You know, like (laughs) I know how to live. You know, sometimes there is that like peer pressure of if you're like trying to hold back and like maybe eat healthier, that somebody's gonna like call you out, which I don't care. But I think that sometimes, especially people who don't like scenes or they're more introverted, mm-hmm. can get really nervous when someone's like, Why are you only having why aren't you eating everything? Why is there so little food on your plate? Mm-hmm. Right. And, like I've had people tell me, Do you have body dysmorphia? Like, why are you <laughs> eating more? I've had people say the stupidest things. Let's like, go there. Yes, I'm like, they do. body dysmorphia. No, I just don't want 10 Tootsie Rolls. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um there can be that peer pressure as well. But I think like here's here's the main thing. And let's just this is the basic. The food is delicious. It really is That's amazing. The <laughs> biggest pitfall. This food is amazing. Yes. I remember last year, um, I was invited to a Friendsgiving on Thanksgiving last year. And I remember it was later than normal. So I usually will go with the family that I tutor for, and we go to this downtown restaurant, and they have like a massive Thanksgiving buffet. It is to die for, it's very expensive. I thoroughly enjoy myself. So last year, I was like, no, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to go to this Friendsgiving. So Strike one. The Thanksgiving didn't start till 6.30 p.m.
0: Oh, that's late.
1: Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, okay, well, like what happens with the rest of the day?
0: Well, right, because you don't want to eat a bunch during exactly. the morning. So then you starve yourself. It's like going to the grocery store on an empty stomach. So yeah. you're, you go and you just grab
1: anything in sight. Like, I need to eat this. I'm starving. Exactly. So, like, I didn't eat anything. And I'm dying. I am (laughs) literally dying. And the whole time I'm thinking, okay, once I get there, everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be fine. I was bringing a dessert. So I brought like a, they were like pumpkin cookies with icing in the middle from Walmart. I go inside this house, beautiful house. And everyone in the building was like very small (laughs) and very fit. Now, this is not, I'm not stereotyping them at all, but I'm like serving the dishes, right? So I look at the dishes and it's like salad, roasted Brussels sprouts, um, tofurkey, which is tofu turkey, um, oh another meatless turkey, carrots. <laughs> this sounds horrible. Yes, and then peppers. Raw peppers. Oh, so I'm that was there. it. That was it. I'm sitting there, and like literally, the inside walls of my stomach have deteriorated like <laughs> they've feasted on itself. My stomach <laughs> is feasted on itself. And I'm saying it's already six thirty, and I'm like, okay, there's no redeemable qualities of this meal, but I'm still hungry. Mm-hmm. So for from 6.30, I am not kidding, from 6.30 to 8, we hung out. Hung mm. out. So they're like giving us drinks and we're chilling and we're talking. The guy who's hosting this, it was him and his wife. Part of his chatting was, I don't understand how people can eat so early on Thanksgiving. And Wait a second.
0: Wait a, second. Wait a it's second.
1: Wait a second.
0: It's time, sir. so you you got there at 6 30 and didn't eat until eight o'clock eight o'clock
1: and all that we had waiting for us was rabbit food (laughs) and i'm like okay that is so
0: stupid. So
1: then I was looking at my... I offering. hope you didn't
0: go there this year.
1: I didn't. <laughs> my offering was obviously the Walmart non-vegan treat, which come to find out this was a vegan Thanksgiving. I didn't even know I was being invited oh. to a vegan Thanksgiving. I would have given a kind no. You no, should I- have taken your cookies in the bathroom and just ate. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> so then a, guy, so a guy brings chocolate chip vegan cookies with walnuts. So somebody, I want to say it around seven thirty, like grabbed one, and I looked at her, and we made this like eye contact of like, "Yes, I'm starving. You're starving. Let's yeah. just these other people who literally live on sprouts their entire <laughs> life are fine." <laughs> but I, I am a herbivore. I yes. wait. Isn't er- no? I'm a carnivore. I'm not like I don't just. I'm hungry. Yeah, so I started eating these vegan chocolate chip. Cookies. I promised by the end of the night I had twelve of them. <laughs> I had so many vegan chocolate chip cookies. The furky both of them, were horrid. I, was, uh, I was horrified. What and is that even food? made of? Like, well, I've never I had tofu pass. before. I didn't. I didn't want to know. <laughs> All I know is that it wasn't turkey. I had so many Brussels sprouts. I got a stomach ache. And then I was like, while I was eating the peppers, I was like, my body started to zone out. It was like nutrients were coming into my body, but my body was like, this is so unenjoyable. We're literally just shutting this off for you. So it was Mm -hmm. just like my mouth was moving. And the only enjoyment I had was eating the vegan chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) By the end of the night, I went home starving Mm -hmm. and then like just Horrified, because the next day I was like, "Thanksgiving is over." <laughs> it was the day that all of this possible deliciousness could come into my life. You wasted I it. Promise, I ate the same thing that their family rabbit ate that <sighs> night. Like they had two rabbits, and I was thinking, "Is this their dinner, or is <laughs> it ours? because this will sustain none of us?" Yeah, like, right. None of us. So it's horrifying. But I think that's like the draw of these holidays is that it's a time to enjoy really great food that you don't always get to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really long story because I'm very passionate. I'm not going to say never, but. You will be hard pressed to find me on a Thanksgiving, not somewhere that has turkey. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that that would be something that I was going to say. But from that point forward, I drove home and said, Never again. Yeah. <laughs> I need a real turkey. The head must have been chopped off. It uh, must be cooked. <laughs> I will not have anything made of grass and purified dirt that's shaped <laughs> into a turkey. <laughs> Well, that's a great plan. Yeah.
0: (sighs) So let's talk about what we can do so that we don't set ourselves up for failure. So let's, let's see. So first thing I would say best, probably your, your best weapon against this is to make a plan. We talk Mm -hmm. about this a lot. I feel like this for when we're talking about health, pretty much you can never go wrong by making a plan. So, um, I, I think that, well, with us, um, we have wherever we go, like the same, you pretty much have the same food every year. And a lot of people are like that. You know, they go to the same family member's house, the same person cooks, or, you know, every family member has their own signature dish that they bring every year. So, A lot of times, you know what you're going to get when you get there. So it's easy for you to sit there and plan. Um, Like I remember um, this was many, many years ago when we were still going to the, the Weight Watcher meetings. And I remember the one before Thanksgiving, they always did it. And they had you had like a, when they were passing out paper things and they, they had like a plate and they had all of the common staples and how many points they were. So they had turkey, dressing, I think like mac and cheese, sweet potato, casserole or something like they had a whole bunch of stuff on there or like a dinner roll. And so you knew how many points you were going to have. So then you were able to put, okay, so I'm going to have this, 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 and almost like you make your own menu. So that way you can kind of go in there with an idea. And I think it is very helpful that it is the once a year signature dinner, and you know what you're going into. So to have that plan, I mean, write it down if that works for you, or, you know, just sit down maybe the the day before and, you know, talk it out or whatever. But
1: going in with a plan is really going to help you be successful. Yeah. And I think it's important to to remind yourself and and we're going to talk about this a lot as we go through this, like what to do. The main thing to do is have fun. Mm -hmm. Don't allow the food and the holidays to control your life. Have fun. So part of your plan might be I'm about to eat. Mm-hmm. That's my plan. Like my plan last year was I'm, and it's so funny because I remember telling my Weight Watchers crew, cause we went walking in the morning cause we do a Turkey trot every year with my Weight Watchers crew, which we didn't get to do this year, but we were getting ready to leave and we were all talking about our plans. And I was like, Oh, I will be eating today. <laughs> I will be eating a lot. I will be eating a lot of Turkey, a lot of mashed potatoes. Like that was my plan because I spend so much of my time being really strict and stringent, right? And really making sure that I am feeding my body and that I'm being healthy, that I sometimes I just want to go into an environment and not think about it. Like I just want to eat. And maybe that might mean overeating and me regretting it afterwards. I don't care. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I think with that, I mean, you can even prioritize too, because I've gone into situations like that and said, I'm going to eat and I don't care. But at the same time, there's certain things that I don't really care about as much. And then other things that I am dying to eat. So like, yeah. you know, if I'm gonna, I like to go, especially at the dessert table when there's 50 million desserts, I want to have like a small piece of everything. Cause I want to try everything. Yeah. So, but like there's certain like green bean casserole or something like that, yeah. I, that I find that to be gross. So I won't eat that. So I think, um, or even prioritizing certain parties. Like I've gone to stuff yeah. before where it's like, I'm going not not even so much as an obligation, but I know that the food is not going to be as great. So then I might be more regimented, regimented at that party. Whereas, you know, at a, another one where I know the food is going to be really great and I'm going to save my splurging for that one.
1: Yeah. And I think like, um, like going Uh, yesterday was Thanksgiving by the time we record this. So when I went yesterday, um, I filled up a lot on turkey. So I like to like lean more towards protein, right? So that she had butternut squash soup. I had a big bowl of that. I had a whole bunch of turkey and I had some mashed potatoes um, and then some bread. So it was like, by the time we got to the desserts, I had filled up so much on turkey that I didn't have a whole bunch of dessert, but I was still like, I'm going to eat dessert. Like, I'm not going to deprive myself. So, part of your plan. Can be, I'm going to enjoy myself. And you'll find that even going in there and making a decision and not demonizing it will help you not go crazy. Mm -hmm. Because it's like if I go with the plan of like, I can't eat this, this, and this, and then I go and I'm tempted and I'm telling myself, don't. Sometimes our bodies will like rebel even in the opposite direction to where it's like, okay, now fill up so much that you're sick to your stomach. Mm -hmm. Whereas sometimes if I go and my plan is, I'm going to just enjoy eating, I'm not going to like, feel like I'm punishing myself for everything I put on my plate that my body will naturally re- like it will relegate itself. So it was like, is that the word relegate? I don't know. Whatever. It will <laughs> create its it'll create its own boundaries and it will um I'll end up having a better time in general at the event itself and then a better time in general with eating.
0: Mm-hmm, right. I think you can also a, a lot of people will do this is bring a healthy alternative. Um, I know, um, one of our cousins, she, I don't know if she still is vegan, but at least for a while she was vegan. Mm-hmm. And I remember she would bring her own dishes and she didn't bring a ton, obviously, but you know, she brought some and then had a couple of dishes. So if people wanted it, they could. But, you know, she came because she knew she was not going to eat like the turkey or whatever. So uh, and I know we had made there was a a recipe that we got a long time ago, which I don't know if we still have it for crustless pumpkin pie, which I mean if you compare it to to regular homemade Mama Gail's pumpkin pie, it's not going to measure up, but it was still good, you know? And so if we wanted to really have the pumpkin pie, but we didn't want to waste all of the points on it, that was a good alternative and it was easy to make. It tasted good. So I think sometimes bringing your own little dish or something that you know is going to be safe, that can really help you if you go with that, um, that healthy alternative in mind.
1: Yeah. And two, like, um, another thing you can do when you're going to these family functions is if you know somebody else is kind of on the health journey as well. It's so nice to figure out like who's really trying to be serious about their health journey and kind of have a a sober buddy. Um I know sometimes. Me and Abigail will be our own worst enemies with each other. We're not, we're, we're not good
0: sober buddies
1: for each other. We're <laughs> supportive. I will say this, like when it comes to like actual, like, uh, like eating events, right? Which we don't have a lot of them. But let's take, for instance, Christmas Eve. I'm not, Christmas Eve is like when we have our big family get together and there's just a bunch of food that's not super healthy. I don't ever go in there telling Abigail, like, don't make sure, I'm like, you pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I will be eating, but we are on each other. Where when that day is over, yeah, making sure. Like okay, get back on it. It great. was yesterday. Yeah, to get up and great experience. Right, but the next day it's like let's get back on plan. Let's get our workout back in or even like making sure, hey, are you working out on Christmas Eve like before? Like, just mm-hmm. make sure you keep your body moving. It's, you know, prepare mm-hmm. Especially because a lot of times your body's not even used to you eating that type of food. So it's like you're having a sober buddy to give you to talk about the things like preparing yourself to go in and then also to remind you. And we did this yesterday. If you eat and you start to have that guilt, mm-hmm. don't sit in it. It's only a day. You know what I mean? Like if on Thanksgiving you overate and your stomach hurt, okay. Mm -hmm. It's just one day and you're getting back to it. That's the most important thing. Like the question then is, okay, well, I hope you had a great time. I hope the food was good, which the majority of the time is good. Mm -hmm. So then the next statement is, okay, well, what are you doing tomorrow? And that's, well, I'm getting back on plan. Okay, perfect. Then we don't need to talk anymore about what you ate on Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve or Christmas or any of these other party days. What are you doing the other 90% of the time to make sure that you're back on?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can also fill up on the healthy options that are there. I know the healthy options are, uh, it's a very small percentage of the offerings, but I know a lot of place, a lot of parties, a lot of people will bring, you know, like a veggie tray or some kind of salad. And I think it's just to to balance out the carbs, like, well, I guess we should throw something green in here because otherwise <laughs> we're going to go into a carb coma. But I mean, there's always, usually at most events, there's always a staple protein like turkey, chicken. Some people do ham. Um, so, although ham is not, you know, it, ham can be fattening as well. But um, if you stick with the protein, that'll help fill you up. And a lot of times it's, healthier. Um, if they have, some people bring fruit trays, although sometimes in the wintertime, they're not always in season. So you can't always count on that. But if you look for the healthy alternatives, and so maybe you get a giant spoonful, like a serving spoonful of turkey, and then get like a a tiny little smaller serving of mashed potatoes. It's like, you can kind of balance it out.
1: Yeah. And I think um, when you're surveying, right, you can kind of figure out like what's worth it to me and what's not worth mm-hmm. it. I'm a big one for that. Like, I love dessert. So if I'm looking at dessert, I'm looking at everything that's on the table and I'm thinking, what is worth it and what can I pass on? I, like, I'll eat fudge, but I don't really like it like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do I want fudge or do I want these amazing cookies. Well, I'm obviously going to go for the amazing cookies. So it's kind of like a, like a measuring, you know, like what is worth it to me? What is something that I really want to eat? Especially if it's like, once again, if we like go in there and like something that we really want, but we're telling ourselves no, no, no. And that's all we think about the entire night. We're going to torture ourselves. Just eat it. Just eat it. And Mm -hmm. then move on. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes it's just a matter of getting the taste in our mouth, right? Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like, I want 10 cookies, but it's like, oh, if I just eat one or two, okay, that was good. That satisfied the craving. I can move on.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Um,
1: I think another thing that you can do, and this one's an obvious, is to drink plenty of water and really to bring water with you. Because I know a lot Mm -hmm. of times at these like potlucks and parties, like they don't usually have like bottled water. Um, Sometimes I know at ours, they have Christmas punch, which is delicious, Mm -hmm. but it's literally (laughs) a gallon of ice cream dumped into a punch bowl with Sprite. So it's like, (laughs) well, there's more in it than that.
0: There's like some kind of cream concoction. It's delicious. Oh,
1: it's so good. Yeah. But it's just not the healthiest, right? Yeah. Like if you know that you want to dive into the food, then maybe cut back on sugary drinks and bring water. And also the more that you're hydrating yourself, the more that you're filling yourself up. Um, so that you don't end up making, you know, getting to the point where you're making yourself sick and eating past, well past your threshold. Mm-hmm, right. And I know
0: some people out there are not huge water drinkers like we are. So, I mean, a lot of people, you know, you can do like the the crystal lights or the, you know, low calorie or zero calorie um, drinks that, you know, you want to try to stay away from the sugary ones or, you know, So healthier options. But if you fill your stomach up with liquid, of course, that's gonna be a lot easier for you, Um, lower calories, and then you don't have as much room for um, all the extra carbs and other delicious things. Uh, Another thing that, um, this actually was my pitfall yesterday. So one thing that you want to do is say no to leftovers. Um, (laughs) you need to go in there sometimes. And I think a lot of times like yesterday, so went to my aunt's house. It was such, we had a lot of really good food and it was a whole lot of carbs. And so, I mean, I ate a good amount, but not nothing crazy, but, um, so at the end, and usually I don't take leftovers, but I got tempted, And, of course, at the end, do you want to take these? I was like, well, give me a little bit of the dressing. I wanted another piece of the pumpkin pie. Uh, My cousin made this fudge, which I'm not a huge fudge person either, but she had, like, melted caramel over it with sea salt. It was really good. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'll take some more of those. And (laughs) (laughs) So then, like, I got home. And, of course, like, my – I can't have – bad food sitting in my house. I have to have one day and get all of the bad decisions out in one day. And then I have to get back on it because if I get out of my routine, I am going to set myself up for failure. So of course I get home. And it had been like, you know, three or four hours later. So I'm like, okay, it's technically dinner time. So I'm going to have this food. I am telling you, I got so sick. It was like uncomfortably sick. I, I had to call Amy to talk me down. Like, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> I <I'm> mean, <in, laughs> it's just in a shame spiral. And yeah, we had, to. you definitely talked me through it. But um, I think if I had gone in with that plan in my mind that I am going to enjoy the food and leave it here and not, which is, it's very out of character for me. Usually I don't take that kind of food into my house, but I would say, I would recommend if you have issues, especially, you know, with overeating and having treats at your house, say no to leftovers. Just don't do it.
1: Yeah. I feel like, um, it, it can become when you take the food home. Right. It's like it's boredom eating because mm-hmm. that's why, like, we've talked about this before. Like there's certain food that I just don't allow in my house. Right. And um, I went to a friend's giving last week and I made um, I made a cake and it's like a it's a Heath Bar cake. It's the most delicious oh, cake on the planet. So, and it's so on, it's just not the healthiest, right? Because it's like, you make the cake, you stick holes in it, you pour sweetened condensed milk over it, which then soaks into the cake. Then you pour caramel, soaks into the cake. You put whipped cream on top, and then you just sprinkle Heath pieces everywhere. Delicious. Mm -hmm. So I take it to the Friendsgiving and people ate it, but there was like four very large pieces left because there was a lot of food. So, we're getting ready to leave and they're like doing to go plates. And so, I'm like a little like confused. I'm ready. I'm just ready to leave. I'm getting tired. So, somebody's like, I'll make you a to go plate. And I was like, I don't want a to go plate. And she's like, Well, there's so much food. I'll just make you one. And I'm like, Okay. So, then I'm like standing there and someone walks up to me and hands me my pan of cake. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it and I'm holding it. And I'm like, I don't want this. Yeah, I don't want it. So then, and everybody, and it was so noisy in the room. Right, it's like chaos. There's music playing, and I'm literally walking around with this pan, saying, "I don't want this." <laughs> well, it's
0: you know, happy. and it's it's so. I feel like our eyes are always bigger than our stomachs, even when planning. Like last year when we had Christmas at our house, I remember it was. I was like, I think we had maybe eight people at our house and I come and I look, I'm like, why do we have all of this food? And yeah. we could have feed, fed 20 people.
1: Yeah. And I think that, that's too, like you yeah. make so much more. It's like every time, every year when mom makes cookies, mm-hmm. she makes like three dozen.
0: Yeah. I and oh, and then- feel guilty about throwing it away. Like at yeah. the end of the
1: night, you don't want to be like, like okay,
0: okay, somebody take this home otherwise what are you going to do throw it in the garbage you know yeah. you feel so guilty about
1: doing that yeah which i don't know i mean <laughs> like in that moment i would have thrown that cake away and not felt yeah because yeah. the opposite of it would have been me taking this big tin pan home and putting it in the refrigerator and being like oh i'll just like I'll give it to somebody or I'll just like eat it slowly. Maybe I'll have it like every night for dessert or something. Mm-hmm. And a half hour later, I guarantee I would have been sitting in front of the TV watching a show and would have gotten the pan. I wouldn't even gotten a plate. Yeah. I would have <laughs> gotten the pan, opened the lid and just ate the four pieces of cake from the pan. I know yeah. me. You're right. I was literally in, I was almost in tears leaving. <laughs> Cause someone then, put- I just imagine you, please take this Somebody <laughs> put two take-home plates on top of the pan oh. plus the pan. So I was walking and I was like, I don't want this. Why do I have this? So then one of my friends came up and he was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I said, I don't want it. Give this to someone. And he was like, okay. So then I turned around and I was like, what did you do with the pan? He's like, you don't need to know. Like, You're right. Just put it away from my face. Uh-huh. Because then when I went home that night, I didn't get home till like 1 a.m. And I was like, thank God I got rid of all of that. Because I started yeah. like feeling like, oh, I I need food. And I would have mm-hmm. just turned to that. So I think sometimes it's okay to say no to leftovers. And it's okay if you have leftovers to give it to somebody who wants them. Right. Not to fill your home with extras and believe that you're going to parcel it out. Because what's normally going to happen is mm-hmm. you're probably going to eat it all the next day anyways. Right. Exactly. Okay, so one of the things that's also super important is that, and I said this at the beginning, that the holidays are not just about eating, even though they've become about eating, but the holidays are an opportunity for you to see people you haven't seen in a long time. They're opportunities to be with your family. And I think we forget that a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So, one thing too is like go in with a plan about. Eating, but also going with a plan on how you are going to socialize. Who haven't you talked to in a while? Can you make a goal of making sure that you talk to a certain amount of people? Right. Um, If you have family gatherings, can you volunteer to like organize games because that'll keep Mm -hmm. you busy? You know what I mean. That'll keep you talking and moving. Can you play games? Mm -hmm. Can you do other things than just sit and eat? Right. Um, And I think that sometimes when it comes to the holidays that we we forget. Cause I remember last year I was um, mom had so much stuff in mm-hmm. her refrigerator. Yeah, so much. I think she was like, she made the cookie dough batter two days before she was, cooking oh. it and I was like, why would you do this? That's the only thing better than her actual cookies. Is that I batter. Know. Because then I'm like, I opened the refrigerator, the big familiar bowl with the tin foil. Yes. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll just have seven <laughs> cookies worth of cookie dough, you know? <laughs> right. And I kept like telling myself, you need to stay on track. Like, you, mm-hmm. I was like beating myself up. So I like messaged my, um, some of my accountability crew and I'm like, this is torture. I'm at my mom's house. I feel like I'm eating so much. So one of the ladies was like, you are at your mom's house. You're not normally at your mom's house. You are with your family. You're not normally with your family. Enjoy the time. you have the rest of the year? Enjoy the time. She was like, you know, definitely stay on track, but if you don't get over it and note, remember why you're there. And that was like a good, like, shake me out of it type of moment. Because even when I think about dad's last Christmas, I was supposed to, we were supposed to go out to eat, um, the... The day before I was flying out, well, I was tired and I had eaten so much since being there. And I was like, man, I don't want to go out to eat because I don't want to eat like overeat again. And like I made it all about the food. So I ended up not even going out to eat with him. I ended up just like stopping by his house and he was super disappointed. And that was the last time that I saw him in person, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think back to that a lot. Like how petty, you know, like that. I'm making the food bigger than the moments, bigger than the family, like the connection, the time spent, the stories shared. Like, that's the important part. Mm -hmm. Food is just the secondary part. So, don't allow that to get so much in the spotlight that you forget that your family, the time with your family is not promised. It's not forever. Enjoy it. Be active with it. And even if you're not a super social person, still have like specific times through the meal where you're challenging yourself to get up and talk to somebody else instead of getting up and going back to the the table spread.
0: That's really beautiful.
1: Because yeah, it's very difficult to be eating while you're talking. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I noticed that yesterday because we did we did a lot of talking and storytelling. And when it was my turn, when somebody had asked me a question and I was telling a story or anything, you can't be shoving your face while you're trying to tell a story. It just doesn't work. So then I noticed, like I'm sitting here, like my fork is down. So yeah, and plus, like you said, that's the time. You know, a lot of times the I only see these people. You know a few times a year certain of uh, yeah. certain family members. I don't see them a lot. So then it's nice to be able to catch up and because uh, I mean really if it was all about the food, I could buy some of that stuff. Right. You know, I, I could Right, exactly. Or I could just ask mom, hey, could you make me this yeah. uh, dozen cookies? So that's really not the focus. We think that it is sometimes, but it's really not. So, yeah. and that's where you're going to get your good memories. It's not going to be about Aunt Glenda's cookies. It's going to be, you know, hanging out with family and the the good times and everything. Yeah. Another thing that um, is really good and it's going to help you is to up your activity around the holidays. I know one thing that did help me yesterday is I did a 45 minute workout in the morning before I went. So it helped me feel a little bit better about my poor decision making. But even, you know, the week of or, you know, the the week before, whatever, just up your activity. Um, I know a couple of times when I was still living with mom and you came home, Um, I think there was a couple of times we actually worked out together. We did like a a couple's workout. And so I think it really helps. First of all, it gets your mindset in the, the right place, because then you kind of are in that headspace of I'm trying to be healthy. It reminds you, hey, you know, I still have a goal I want to achieve. I don't want to just, you know, sit there and eat everything in sight. And then it also gives you that added benefit of, you know, I am going to eat a lot, but I have a cushion because I've, I've been extra active. I've burned more calories. So, um, good plan. If you're really wanting to be successful up your activity, it's going to help you out.
1: Yeah. Another thing too is, um, making sure that during your weeks, right, that you stay as true to your regimen as possible. So like for me, I'm similar. So yesterday I went, um, I went to a cycling class in the morning and I actually ended up biking to the house that I was eating at. And it was like a 40 minute bike ride, but it was so nice and it felt so good to move my body. Um, but I think it's important on the off days that you're sticking with your routine, right? That you're sticking with your meal plans, that you're still trying to, um, that you're trying to get your workouts in that even though your schedule might be thrown off, it might feel a little bit more chaotic, do your best to stay on track on the off days, on the days when you don't have the parties or you don't have the potlucks, or even if you have the potlucks, don't starve yourself through the day and wait for the potluck at night. Mm-hmm. Like still try to have a healthy breakfast, a healthy lunch, you know? So then when you get to the potluck, you can still eat something and not starve yourself, but also still be um keeping your body on as much of a routine as possible because what happens is is that sometimes people just like throw it all in the towel. It's like, well, I have two parties this week, so I might as well just give up on the whole week. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem is, is that what's happening is when you're getting out of your routine, that's when you're inviting chaos back into your life. And that's where a lot of stress can come in. That's where depression can set in. And you've spent all this time making progress. Like don't throw all your progress away on two or three parties. You know, like you can do it. You can get through it. Just stay as true to you can, true as you can to your routine, and then still allow yourself some breathing room. So, like Christmas Eve, I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. However, I'll be up in the morning and I'll be doing my normal workout, and I'll also be eating breakfast. I'm not starving myself until dinner. So that, like, just make sure that you're trying to be as on as you can through the other days, and you're not just throwing in the towel completely.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, and ultimately what you want to remember is, you know, this is a holiday. This is a time for you to enjoy yourself. You want to enjoy the food. You want to enjoy your time with family. So enjoy it. Just don't go overboard. Know what your limits are. And if you do go overboard and something happens, forgive yourself. And remember, you know, this is one day in my entire life this is not going to be the end of me. And this is not what is going to take me off of this journey. You know, I had this small detour one day, it it doesn't ruin you. So I think it's so important to have that attitude and that mindset to remember, you know what, this is a a fun day. This is a good time, a celebration. And yesterday, like with me,